You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi there. This is Jason Eagle from Strategic Healing, your natural health authority, uh, with another feature Friday. And uh, I was going to do a video, a longer one. This is going to be a short one, but it's a concept video. Which is, uh, I, a, what is a concept? It's kind of a, a nested idea. Uh, and uh, concepts uh, are very important because they help you kind of understand, oh, that's right. It's kind of like this. I thought it was this and I, it's actually like this. So here's the concept. Your breath, you inhale and you exhale. Okay? Just like you eat food and you poop food. So here's the concept. Your exhale is poop, okay? So, taking a breath in, <sighs> exhaling. Exhaling is the expelled gases that your body goes, can't have that anymore, that's good. I need what's there, I need to bring it in and because it refuels me and it, every single cell has to have this oxygen. So, for instance, if you live on, say, a, a city block or like back in the old days where you would have the milkman come, or the garbage man. The milkman would come in and think, and you put the new um, bottle of milk that you would use, but you would also leave your old bottle so that they could be recycled to you. Bring in the new and take out the old. Bring in the new and take out the old, okay? Well, imagine that you could also, instead of those just being empty bottles, you could also then fill it up with some dust and dirt and stuff that like you vacuum from the uh, the carpet, or you pulled out of the walls, the walls were starting to get saturated with this stuff that was poison to it, okay? Poop, if poop stays in you too long, it's poison. A lot of times people that are having some real health problems, they're constipated. They literally are constipated, and there's poop that is sitting inside your body that it's like a, you know, you get sometimes those old poops that are big and hard and black. It's kind of like your guts like a, like a Werther's um, a butterscotch, your body is sucking on this because it's pulling nutrients through your guts out of the food and it goes from food and then it turns into poop. And at what stage does it stop sucking on it? Well, until it's gone, until it comes out of your body, it's still in the air. And so the problem is, is with having waste products that sit in your body too long is the thing where your body, part of the aging process, part of the, the um, oh, what would we call the wrinkles, is your body's bones are dissolving because it's using it to get itself out of emergency infection and things like that. Look at my other video on, on wrinkles. With wrinkles, it's not the skin sagging, it's the bones are, well, where's that going from? This is one of the primary things is it's using energy to clean up a mess, right? To actually, you know, um, you got to pay the, the emergency responders to come, okay? you got to pay for the garbage man to come, all of this stuff. So if it sits around too long in the body, it becomes a source of a poison. So as if, you know, you're shot with poison dart, you know, your body has to detoxify, you know. Um, so going back to this concept, which is we see what are, what is poop? What is poop? We know poop is poop, okay? We know peas essentially. So that's your body going, that's got to get out of me. That is, will kill us, that will sink the ship. Let's get it out of here. 
We also know that sweat, sweating, your pores, in fact, your skin is the largest organ of your body and the amount of sweat that comes out in terms of if you were to measure how much waste products comes out in, let's say, here's a pile of poop on a daily basis, here's a bottle of pee on a daily basis, here's a bottle of sweat on a daily basis, here's a, a bottle of gases that have come out. So the level of what comes out, it's funny, the, the most unseen things. can't see the gases, you can't see poop coming out of your mouth, right? <laughs> it doesn't look like that, but it is. It's these dissolved gases that your body goes, if this builds up too much in saturation inside because it saturates all of your bones, your brain. So if your brain is breathing in, and see the thing is, is when you build up too much carbon dioxide, too much of other waste products and metabolites that you're breathing out, that's coming out. If it is filtering through your body, then essentially your brain, it, what it does is it blocks oxygen. It blocks the healthy things and it blocks the correct, because it's not just oxygen you need. You need some carbon dioxide. You So a person, a good example is, is, is when do I need this poison? Well, the ratios have to be right. A person is having a, a panic attack and they start <laughs> hyperventilating. And then next thing you know, I've seen a person hyperventilate. They will pass out, right? They'll <laughs> because they get too much of a good thing, just too much oxygen and not enough carbon dioxide to balance out. So how do you fix a person who's, <gasps> you have them breathe in a paper bag, which is how them recycle their exhale so that they're rebreathing back in the car. <sighs> oh, and then you'll see the blood vessels and the, uh, the amount of adrenaline, all this other stuff starts to come into the right level. So getting the gases, nitrogen is another thing, which is you can get the bends from building up too much nitrogen bubbles that are inside. If you imagine your body, okay, dissolved gases, you are like a Sprite bottle, okay? Like a Sprite or, or like a Pellegrino or something like that. A bottle of clear water that is a carbonated water with a cap on and twisted on, it just looks like water, okay? And it's not until you release the cap that you then see the bubbles go start. Where do the bubbles come from? They were hidden inside the water. They were hidden inside there. But then when you take the pressure off and the barometric or uh, uh, the compressed air, which is the compressing, it's like stuffing the stuff into the water and then it becomes invisible. But when you change the pressure, um, then it starts to bubble up and it starts to come out of nowhere and then appear as a bubble. So person that's been scuba diving and goes too deep because as you go underwater, it's compressing you and compressing you and it's squeezing this stuff, the, the gases into your cells and it's dissolving it. And so you're underwater breathing this stuff and it's, as you breathe and it expands into your lungs, these levels of nitrogen and stuff like that. So if you go up too fast or you go diving and then you get on an airplane and go way, way, way above, see the, the pressure comes off. And what happens is, is then you'll start to see these gases start to bubble up. And it, now a bubble appears that can then get stuck in your brain, get stuck in your lungs, get stuck in your heart, this type of thing. You got the bends and they fix you by putting you back into, into the, the chamber to, bring you up to that pressure and then let it come out slowly. Okay. The reason I mention this is because there's a, a guy that come in, uh, uh, one of my clients and that's what we suspected. He had one time when he had gotten off an airplane 
and he he hadn't been diving before, but you know everyone's saturation of gases can be different um, and different at different times. And he came down and he literally had what they thought was a stroke, which is you can talk for like I think it was something like three hours or something like that. It literally, like, and it probably was a nitrogen bubble had come out. Now it didn't burst and didn't you know so he didn't have permanent damage, but it was a temporary stroke. That's what he had. Um, real suspicious that it was these gases. Okay, so going back to your breathing is poop. The volume of waste products that come out in breath, as opposed to the volume that comes out of poop, and then remember we talked about that is it's a lot. So that's why breathing techniques. That's why breathing. Would you find people that are sick, or people that are all bent over, or people that have bad posture, or people that have a lot of depression, or people that are chronically ill? If you sat next to them, or they had them time themselves, you put them on a breath meter and see how much volume that they take in and take out. How much crap are they breathing up? They breathe very shallow. You know, people who are pissed off and angry. You breathe very shallow, right? So that means you're not getting in and you're not, most importantly, you're not getting away. You're not getting this stuff out. And so one of the very important things about healing is, is if you're, if you are toxic and everyone in this planet is toxic now, and especially in this country is toxic, you better learn how to do some detox stuff. And that's learn how to sweat, learn how to get colonics if you need to, or do enemas, or use the correct uh, type of, of herbal laxative or magnesium, something to get bowels working. If you've got some back problems and the nerves are not working correctly, how to get the peristaltic action. If you've got messed up gut ecology, which is you got a dysbiosis, you've got bad infections, by fixing your microbiome, which affects your brain, like Detoxing is so important to get the stuff out because it tends to conglomerate and there is a correlation between the thing you don't like, which is aging and looking bad and then dying, okay, with the buildup of this stuff. And everyone gets it. It's excess baggage and everyone becomes a hoarder and then the hoarding the thing that I can't live without it, I need it. It kills you. It will kill you. Okay? That's so the person that lives lightly and is able to get rid of this stuff, you know. Efficiently and correctly and, 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 and profusely, profusely, because there's more crap stored in your body that is hidden inside there. We smell nice on the outside, but we don't smell nice on the inside. You don't know what contain, where we're containing, you know. Ask a guy who's been on in battle and sees a guy that gets gut shot. Like, oh my God, like you can smell it, but it's inside of us. It's inside of all of us. But we're containing it, we're, and thank God we're doing that. But our body is designed to healthfully get that stuff out. Okay, so the breathe like you know doing colonics and like doing um, uh, uh, would be some other sweating um, uh, like sauna um, or um, banya banya therapies. Okay, which the Russians do, and you know it, it's a way of. The, the Koreans do a form of that, which is scrubbing the stuff out of the body. You see your pores as like, that's poop. That's stuff that gets out. Writing more exit strategies and stuff to get out of your body. Well, I'm here to let you know that breathing and exhaling, learning how to breathe it out. There's a whole bunch of actually techniques. There's one that's called the breath of fire. And be careful, you'll get dizzy on this one. It's, it's just deep breath and... You know, learning how to work on, so, and then snatching it, 
starting to get a little lightheaded right now. Okay. There are techniques just like you can do. I can build my bicep and I can work on my quads and I can work on my puzzles for my brain and memory type of thing. There are things that, and in the hierarchy of who does your greatest bang for your buck, your breathing. You know, what can you live the lungs without? You live without food, you know, for a long time, actually. Days, weeks, months. There are people, you know, who, long time. You can live without water less, okay? So as we get to the more incremental stuff, okay, how long can you live without air? Not very long. It's the shortest, so it means it's the most important thing. And when you're holding your breath, the thing that chokes you off is not the not oxygen getting in. It's the buildup of these toxins, the carbon dioxide that, and all the other gases. So getting it out is the most important thing. If you remember back in the 1950s or 60s, or I was born in the late 60s and lived through 70s, you know, some people were really bad, you know, and they put potatoes up the tailpipe. Some guys did the 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 um, uh, sugar in the gas tank, and some guys were not as malevolent and put the potato up the tailpipe. Why is this? It won't start. Clumps up. Oh, there it is. Potato in your tailpipe. Take it up. Now your engine can breathe and get the toxins out, which is, I don't see it. It's just an air. It's not really even smoking anymore. But what's dissolved in that air is something that will choke the machine off if it doesn't get out. So breathing and the concept is, do you want that poop in there? No, let's get that poop out. Uh, and it's stored in your cells, in your bones, all this other stuff. Uh, and so by breathing and working on exhaling, working on breathing techniques, you are cleansing your body. You're doing a detox. And then you start to change how all of your gases are and saturation. And then you become more efficient. And then you also change the behaviors. A lot of times people's rib cages are locked down. And I've actually, who are chronic, like tight breathers and chest breathers, you actually have to get work done like I do clinical massage on this and you literally stretch people and work on the intercostals and break apart these adhesions and stuff that are formed so now this can open and close you know many times people have got such big bellies that their diaphragm which pushes down it like won't push out there's no room to breathe so Breathing also is dependent upon the size of your body. And you'll find people are really big fat, like, <gasps> you know, the family guy type of <laughs> uh, joke. It's true because there's just not enough room for this umbrella to stretch out to inflate the lungs. And so many times the people that, uh, and again, so that's apnea and this type of stuff, which is if you are not getting enough oxygen and, and the waste products out, you're starving your brain, you're having neurologic damage, you are Muhammad Ali getting hit in the head over and over and over again. And how much brain damage can you take and come through and be the same person? Not, not much. Well, you can rebuild anything if you know, okay? That's a wonderful thing. Um, but, so this is one of the things to kind of work on, you know? Yeah, it's good to go to the gym. Yes, it's good to do colonics. Yes, it's good to do uh, yoga, uh, but, Keep in mind, even meditation and yoga, all of the top, you know, the, the Dalai Lama will tell you, it's all about breathing. It's not a secret. Like, <laughs> it's not like, what do you visualize? Blah, 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 all these high levels of, oh, he must do wonderful things. They all go, you know what? For these wonderful things to be done, it has to be on the foundation of breathing. Just like keep it simple, stupid. It's just breathing. And air has the ability and the gases you have the ability to turn that into 
wings, wings to fly in your brain and in your whole body, but we're being held down by the weights of what's not being expelled, what's not coming out. So learning that you want to focus on, on the exhale breaths is getting it out. Sometimes even emotional things are helpful to get out. So like breathe in the good memories, then smiling, and then exhale, breathe out the bad memories. Think about it just temporarily. And think about it. you're putting it into, into a, a suitcase, a package that like, you know, you throw out the window and you're like, later, you know, stick it in there. So using the breathing into, that's what I like. That's what I remember. That's the me that I love. That's the me that I can really be cool with and harmonize with. And that's the true me. And then the other me, which is that's the fake me. That's the, the one that, why would I want that anyways? Why would I want people to be mad, me, mad at me and me to think this bad of myself? And if it was a bad experience, why do I want to keep recycling this in my brain? Yes, it was bad and it happened, but whew, let it go. Most people don't know where to put it. You put it into the breath. Put it into what you want in. It's a conscious... Thing that you can be doing while at the same time you're actually building your lungs, expanding the alveoli, which are the little grapes and stuff like that, and, and making them more efficient. You know, uh, not anybody can go up to Mount Everest immediately, right? The Sherpas do it without, uh, yeah, but you go that hot, <gasps> there's not enough oxygen, and they can't, but you can train to do it. And what they do is, it's just like, for instance, not everyone in Denver can hit the ball just like you're from Denver, right? So you're from New York and you're gonna go train, you know, you're gonna go out and do baseball and major leagues and you, you know you're gonna be in this high altitude. You're running around the bases, old man is wheezing and falling over. And so they figured it out and they go, we need to train for this, like, because they're kicking our butts. But it's just because all of the dynamics of aerodynamics and oxygen and all this other stuff. So you can train to get up to altitude and be able to breathe just as easy as you were down at the bottom. So that means we can really, it's a muscle. It is a development that you can do. It's not a superpower, uh, but all superpowers are based upon that. All true, even superpowers are based upon what you do with air, what you do with breathing, what you do with um, this most essential life essence and this most essential life poison, which is, it is the epitome of what are you going to keep and what are you going to get rid of? And you, if you don't get rid of it, it will get rid of you and it will take you down. And is it really worth it? And it's only air anyways. If you got it once, you can get it again, right? So even the hoarder mentality, it's like, how did you get it in the first place? Well, I'm afraid it's never going to happen again. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. So breathing the exhale, focusing on this is not what I want, and my body knows what to do. It knows how I don't have to help it to pack in. It just do your, it says just do your job, man. Like just show up with the airplane and we'll pack the cargo in. You just gotta sit there and go when it's time to go. Right? So breathing. That's why that like I said, the yogis basically say it's so simple, it's so basic. And it's the thing, it's the thing that's right in front of your nose that this is the most important thing. That's why it's the most important thing, because it's hidden that way. It's hidden in the most insignificant. It is hidden as the most, you know, namby-pamby, what kind of power do you have? You're air. You're nothing. <laughs> I can't hold you. I can't see you, right? And, and how bad can it be, right? Like, okay, then go into a room with carbon monoxide and see how bad it can be. <laughs> it's like that. 
boom, lights up, you're dead. So these things, as unseen as they are, those are the most powerful things. Learning how to master, learning how to participate, learning how to, you know, it's not out to hurt you, it's out there to help you. It's just you have to be the one that is the sorting facility. I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this. And you don't have to think about it. Just slow your breathing down, control your breathing, and use your breathing. And if you can be in each breath, each breath, each moment of a breath is forever, holds forever. And anyone will tell you, like if they, for instance, if you start passing out because of lack of breathing, they'll tell you, like, time slows down and then it comes condensed. And literally, it's like, okay, that was like three seconds that I was passed out. But I'm telling you, on the way down and in it and back out of it, it was three days. It was like inception. It was three days. And I'm telling you, I have the memory and all this stuff happened. And you would think that things slow down, but they don't. They speed up on one level as they slow down on another level. Air has that ability to, to do that to all of us, every one of us. And if we could just learn to use that superpower and really respect it for how important it is. Wow, that's the platform that we're building. We are supposed to learn that. This is part of what the system is supposed to to, to learn, you know, all human beings are supposed to learn what this breath is for and what's in a breath. What is in the time that it takes to take a breath? Everything. Okay, until next time.